Hello and welcome. This is the Obligatory Podcast. This is Mike Hurley. And I'm Kermit. And we're glad to be back with you, Kermit. Big up? week. Big week ahead, man. Oh, yeah? Big week, yeah. Why is that? Uh, tomorrow night, I will be uh, filling in as host at the Orlando Improv, hosting the open mic out oh, okay. there in the Fat Fish Blue stage. Our good friend Carmen Valone is on the road, so I'll be taking that over. Going to be a good show. Already got a great lineup on board. Free show, of course. Lies. No, no. We actually have like 22 comics yeah, on that's, the pump list. that's why I said lies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, here's the thing about open mics. You get what you get. Oh, it's yeah, a free show. A... You get some guys just starting out for the first time, and you also get some naturally touring acts who stop by to do some actual, you know, work out some new bits. Yep. Uh, on the main stage, it's going to be Big Tim Murphy, and he's got a good lineup in that main stage room. I think he's got a good friend, Marcus Crespo, Ross Paget on that show. And uh, that's that's a benefit show, I believe, for the, I want to say, yeah, Osceola County Firefighters. So <laughs> tickets are $10. We got you, baby. <laughs> we got you, baby. Yeah, Big Tim, of course, from Poking the Bear podcast, our good friend over there ryan holmes and charlie Bowie, part of the network uh uh so either way to uh wednesday night at the orlando improv is gonna be a good time and then this thursday night i'm actually part of the uh comics for parkland live at the abbey uh it's a charity show where all proceeds from the show will benefit the marjorie stoneman douglas victims fund and the march for our lives movement uh mitch uh, Silver put that all together. It's a lineup cool. of about 15, 16 really strong comics. Uh, Devin Seabold is going to be closing it out and once again is for a good cause. So, you know, I, here's the thing I feel about charity shows. Like, I've done a lot of them. Okay. And the thing I've really learned over the years, and I, I believe it was a buddy of mine, L.A. Hardy, who told me this. He's like, Mike, when you do charity shows, you really have to personally enjoy the charity you're doing it for that's the only way you're going to be happy because a lot of charity shows you'll show up doing them outside no one's around listening or they didn't know a comedy show was going to start there's wind there's no sound system you're talking to one of those little karaoke machines type things <laughs> so you really have to in not enjoy but be behind the reason that you're raising the money well, that's the only yeah thing that gives you i work. mean that's how it kind of works no it's not though man you'd be surprised how many times i get hit up and not just me a lot of comics you'll get this email and it always comes out hey we saw you at x venue and we really enjoyed your show my name is so and so i run a charity that raises 13 million dollars a year for blah 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 we would love for you to be our key act or main act for a dinner charity benefit show we're doing on april blah 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 in tampa florida and uh we're selling tickets for 120 dollars a plate and all proceeds go to blah 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 blah. and you write back yeah that sounds like a great thing uh what what's your budget oh well this is a charity show i'm right. like yeah but you just told me you're you make 13 million dollars yeah, a year any of that and y yeah well that's great but here's the thing you don't think the venue got money for renting the venue for it. You don't think the guy doing the busing and the caterers and everything else, everybody else on that thing is getting paid and they want you to donate your time and be the main entertainment for the night. And you're not going to see a dollar of it. And they don't even offer you like, Hey, here's, we know you're coming a long ways. Here's gas money. And then they get all upset uh, when you say no. Well, it's for a good cause. You're Grinch. It, it, it depends what the cause is, man. Well, I mean, clearly the one you're about to do Thursdays is a good cause. And that's why I'm doing it. All right. And so that's what why other I'm one, doing what other, what charity is not a good charity? 
Dude, if you did every charity that someone sent you an email for. I mean, I've done a lot. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, well, I've seen your act. You're not worth anything. <laughs> I mean, you should be paying them for the stage time, man. That hurt. It does, doesn't it? That's what they say about the truth. It hurts. <laughs> hey, we raise a lot of money for Puerto Rico that they haven't seen. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we've, we've always done, especially the Orlando community is really good about doing charity events as much as possible. You know, and especially not just on the bigger scale things like, of course, of course, when Pulse happened, we did stuff at the improv oh, and right. everything else. But also whenever something little on our community happens, uh, I'm really always impressed with the way or comics are assholes. Let's face it. Not all of us. Yeah, all of us. All of I us. I like to think I'm not. You kind of got to be an asshole to have the ego of, oh, there's a room full of people. Give me the microphone and let me say what I want to say. Is that considered an asshole mentality? A little bit. I don't feel like I'm an asshole. I mean, who are you? I asked myself that question. I mean, who are you? I didn't think you were an asshole until we started doing this podcast. And now I've heard about your Best Buy days (laughs) and how you broke some kids' pottery in art class and bullied them. We just scratched the surface. (laughs) So you admit it. See how quick you flip-flopped? I'm not not like, I don't know. I guess my my view of being an asshole Mm -hmm. is not. You have different standards for what makes an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you were at other bar last night. Tell me how you were about to knock some guy out. Oh man, I love that power a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to tell people no. Yeah, <laughs> and you're not going on tonight. But 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 yeah. nothing. How's that been going? Uh, you've been filling in as the uh, I guess coordinator. I'm, yeah, for I'm the just other bar. I'm just a bookie. You're just a. B- <laughs> I'm just a You're running the list. I'm just running the list okay. and telling people no. Until Ken comes home. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised Ken wants me to do it full time because it takes the pressure of having to deal with comics and they're crying. And that's all it is. Yeah. But, you know, that's what Ken's water bottle is filled with, you know, comics tears. Oh, that's, my gosh, that's, man. That's the only thing he puts so in his crown. He's like, give me a crown apple and comics tears on the rocks, please. That's <laughs> I, I did that the, the whole week or the two times I ran it. Yeah. I, was, I was drinking Crown from a glass. Just I'm Cam Mella, baby. <laughs> I'll do what I want. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, it's easy. I just control the list, and then I pass it to the host. You see, I where mean, you saw what we did yeah. last night. You see where he was over in Paris, and he told some restaurant that he was a famous comedian. Genius. Oh, from, I do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm like, you told people you were Preacher Lawson? <laughs> <laughs> He's a lot taller in person. (laughs) Ken's like breaking out his 42-year-old ass doing jump kicks. (laughs) Where's your abs? So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's it for me this week, man. Keeping it pretty low-key. I got the host in the open mic on Wednesday and then the show on Thursday at the Abbey. Get your tickets. Uh, What do you got? Anything this week? No, I don't got anything this week. I got a DJ. You got a DJ? Where are you DJing at? What you got? (laughs) Kids party. Kids party? How old? How old? Uh, I think he's turning seven. Yeah. Are you at like Chuck E. Cheese spinning it? Uh, Breaking it on the. (laughs) Are you saying I can wear the Chuck E. Cheese shirt? But no. No, it's at at their house, I think. Yeah. I just got to play like dirty booty music and, uh, you know, get paid and leave. What? That's what kids like. Do you have the kids bop tracks where they (laughs) take like. Pop that lollipop, pop, pop. It's a little eight-year-old girl singing my humps, my lovely yeah, my lady lumps, <laughs> it's, it's my kids humps, bumps. my humps. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I just it's easy money. Cool. I'm doing that. So what do you have this past week, man? Uh, this past week, Saturday, I promoted uh, one of my students to black belt, and then the other students to brown belt level. Oh, so wow. that was a big accomplishment out of them. Yeah. What and goes uh, What goes through that like? I've only been to your class once when you took the boys the in. Black, the black belt test starts at like 8 in the morning. 
And before they have to like actually go through the curriculum, mm-hmm. they have to run three miles. Then after the three miles, a hundred jumping jacks, hundred push ups, hundred sit ups, two hundred roundhouse kicks each leg, mm. and then they get a break, and then they get dressed into the uniform and then start the test. That's pretty hardcore, man. Yeah, well, I'm feeling it. Yeah. Oh, did you do it with them? I thought I was like, I was like, oh, I could do. I didn't do the jumping jacks and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I did do the, as I say, not as I do yeah, or can do. I did the three miles, mm-hmm. and uh, I went with the girl. Which you're was, short, so that's like six miles. It was awful. To you. Yes. Yeah. And the girl, <laughs> the girl that I I, uh, I, I stay company with, running mm-hmm. it, she's cross country uh, runner. Yeah. My legs are on fire because I couldn't keep up, but I try to keep up with her, and she just poof, she's like, I was like, is this your normal pace? She's like, no. I'm like, yeah, just stay at this pace. Just stay at this she, pace. She was just running alongside you, making sure you didn't pass yeah, out. She's uh, like, man. don't die, Sensei. I need you for the promotion. I felt like I accomplished something, but I'm hurting. Not really. Yeah, everything's sore. Yeah. And it sucks. And but, did she pass her test? But she passed. Everyone did real well. Um, nice. Do you have anyone not pass? It's happened once. Realistically, the only way you don't pass these if you quit. Yeah. It's really a mental toughness kind of pe- mm-hmm. test. Because it's not like they haven't done none of this stuff. They're right. doing the stuff at a level of it's people just watching. The pressure's on them now. Yeah. And sure. they, you know, they didn't get their belts, big ceremony, it's accomplishment. Nice. And then I have a new teacher, so I can uh, free time. <laughs> <laughs> that, Go teach. <laughs> yep, yep. I was I think we've talked about it before. When I was in karate, that was it. You work your ass off, Good you get job. all the way up to brown belt, and then they're like Okay, part of your training is to go take the new kids in the white belts and go show them a horse dance for two hours. But when am I going to learn to grab the... Patience. 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 Let me finish my movie on Hulu. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're you're texting me sometimes about the podcast like, hey, man, I got blah, blah, blah. I'm like, aren't you supposed to be teaching right now? I don't teach all day. I only do like hour classes. Yeah, that's true. So there's a huge downtime. Mm -hmm. And then uh, that was Saturday. Nice. And then Sunday I went to EuropaCon. Is that like a pizza shop? <laughs> they, they wish they ate pizza. It's a <laughs> fitness convention. Ew. <laughs> it's, it's a bunch of. So uh, Saturday you exhausted yourself and proved how out of shape you were to yourself. And then I walked around with my chest out. And then you walked around with your chest out, with huge people on. With, so. Yeah, these monster women and men, all and buffed. You out. have a thing where you refuse to pay to get into conventions. You're damn right, I didn't right? pay. So how did you manage that? A gift of gab, baby. (laughs) You know, from someone who speaks about 10% of the time on the podcast, I'd like to hear about your gift of gab. All I did was I I lied, number one. I'm a good liar when I want something. But you're not an asshole. No, it's not an asshole. Lying isn't an asshole thing. I just said, hey, I left my badge at the stand. And they don't have a list of names. No, they're idiots. Um, And because (laughs) I just said, oh, I'm with Performance XL. And like, uh, I was like, yeah, I just left my badge. You need to get back in there. And they gave me a vendor's badge. Boom. Ooh. Right nice. in. The girl so paid, though. <laughs> she did. I didn't get her a badge. She paid. And, uh, yeah. So <laughs> it's always. I'm going to do it for MegaCon, too. You hear that? Coming in. <laughs> Coming in without pay. <laughs> wow. Uh, actually, I think uh, the Geeks of Comedy are in negotiations right now. We've been there for the past six years. And I think we might be getting it. We usually do two shows, like a show uh, Friday and a show Saturday. I think we might be adding a show this year. So I think we might get to do two nights of stand-up and a roast. Well, not perfect. Sure then not I can sure. just use it as my get-in. I'm with the Geeks of Comedy, and I just left my no, badge. No, we're not going to give you a badge. We I don't see need your well stinking you badges. <laughs> <laughs> badges? We badges don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> right. Wow. 
You just made the whole Latino culture very proud. <laughs> you went, going, you went all bandido on us. All band- I'm getting right in. Watch, you see me. <laughs> You'll see. It'll You'll be see. a good time. But yeah, no, that's. I went to the fitness convention and watch. It's man, they're. It's funny because like everyone's bodies are like twenty year olds, like all tight and strong, and then their face is like. <laughs> it's like like oh no, what happened up there? It's just like all stretched out, and <laughs> they uh, they put that extra tan on them. Have mm-hmm. you seen that? They like white people that look black. Oh, like that's how much tanning they put on. That's that way their muscles pop out, I guess. And yeah, at the gym I have a membership to, but never go to. They actually, <laughs> we know. yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because I haven't been to that gym in like a year now, but I still pay the twenty bucks a month, and I still got my little pass on my keychain, and. Uh, I'm going through this move situation right now. I'm like, oh, man, no. If I move, I'm going to be, you know, the kids will have to go to a different school, and I'll have to not go to a different gym. (laughs) 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 I'm comfortable with the gym I don't go to now. I don't want to learn a whole other gym not to go to. Just giving money out to a gym you don't attend. It's one of those things, you know, some people give money to their church. You know, I just give it to the gym. Which is just a waste. Yeah, but they think they're going to get into heaven. I think I'm going to get to abs. I mean, we're 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 both believing in something that doesn't exist. You I know, believing you, Mike, you can lose weight. You are the worst personal trainer <laughs> ever because you're the same one. When I show up at other bar, you're like, you want to grab some gringos? I'm like, yes, I want to grab some gringos. <laughs> yeah, and I was supposed to be uh, running the open mic and I left. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was well in control. <laughs> You're good to go. So, yeah, uh, Wednesday, I this past Wednesday, I was at Duncan J's room, open mics out in Melbourne doing the spotlight set, which basically means you go last after, like, a showcase. That's all that means. But I'll tell you, man, uh, I I love Orlando. And I love that we have so many mics. But when you get out to, like, Melbourne and Brevard, there's really not a lot going on. So when they do something like uh, – every Wednesday night. I haven't been out there when there's been less than 80 or 90 people in that audience. Man, really open mics? Like, yeah, you go out there. I gotta you, go back out. I've just, only been there once. Uh, it's great, man. They just redid the whole place. They put in a bigger stage. We did the uh, Roast to Santa out there this past year. And, um, yeah, it's it's for a Wednesday night show, just to have, like, a real audience, it's it's amazing, dude. So I had a great time out there. It was a good lineup of What's comics. What's the drive? <sighs> Melbourne, uh, it's like 55, oh, that's 55, not bad. 56 miles. It's not bad. Man, I always co- I complain more about the drive to any venue. Than yeah, well, you live out here. I know. That's what it's just like. I was like oh, so how it's like far a drive for you just to get to civilization uh, and then just, like a longer drive. I don't but, know, man. I just complain. But then when I get to the venue, I'm happy. Yeah. And, so. you know, it, it it's worth it, man. I'd rather do that drive for be out there 80 people than, you know. That's on a Wednesday, right? Yeah. I gotta yeah. Hit up you should go check it out. He, he'd probably love to have you out there. Do the yeah. spotlight set. He, he, he offers, and I just like, oh, okay. And I never do it. Yeah, I'd do it, man, if you get the chance. And then Saturday, I was at one of my favorite rooms in Florida. Uh, this place, uh, when I started doing, I think the first time I went there was back in 2006 or seven. I did a guest spot. And it's uh, Gypsy Comedy Club, also known as Jackie Knight's Comedy Club, up in St. Augustine, Florida cool little room have you been to st augustine before i mean not for comedy it's the oldest oldest pop i want to get this right the oldest always populated city in the u.s i mean you got like uh other settlements and cities that were started but then oldest inhabited like all the time there's been people there and uh so they got a huge fort out there 
that's been ran by the British, the <laughs> the, uh, the Americans, the Spanish, and it's just uh, it took the kids out there, did the comedy show, and the next day we just poked around, and they got all these historical sites and landmarks. The Fountain of Youth is out in St. Augustine. There's no Fountain of Youth in St. Augustine. Yeah. No, I mean the people. There's nothing young out there. <laughs> Dude, what are you talking about? Flagler College is like in the heart of St. Augustine. Oh, the it's, heart of St. Augustine is a bunch of old people. No, dude. Yes. It, it, I think you'd be surprised if you went up there. It's it's a lot. It's a young town, man. All right. I mean, the town is old, but the kids who live there, like I was driving back from the club on Saturday night, and every one of those historical bars just looked like a you know, college town club. And yeah. uh, it's funny because my eight-year-old heard about the final youth. He's like, so wait a minute. They have what? I'm like, well, it's the final youth. They thought that you could drink this water and live forever. He's like, can we go get some water? And I'm like trying to explain to him. I'm like, well, buddy, it doesn't really work. And he's like, I hear you, dad. Wink, wink. Nah. <laughs> you know, but he's just, he's still, and we were, I was going to take him by. Uh, the thing I hate about the final youth is like, I've been to it a couple of times and you got to pay to go see it. And if they had just done it where you pay, you go on this nature trail and there's the fountain. I'd be fine, but they tried to do like this cheap Disney recreation thing where like you go through and they got these little mannequins that are supposed <laughs> that are to old. The, someone had put sunglasses on one of the Indians at one point and everything else. And it's this bad little they tried to really touristy up. Right. Where I think it would have just been cooler to be able to just walk down a national natural trail and bam, there you are. But then everyone would be like what would be the security around the fountain? I don't know, man. You know, if someone would be pissing in it they, they, or spitting they in it. They do a lot of stuff. First of all, uh, a lot of the buildings like are uh, probably some, obviously some of those. They have the oldest schoolhouse in the country there. Like you can see the schoolhouse and they got like all the mannequins holding up the little paddles, learning their alphabet and everything like that. <laughs> okay. And showing you where they would spank kids. And yeah. there's the This bell. is where we used to smack kids. Pretty much. Good pretty days. much. But you know what I love about St. Augustine the most? They have these ghost tours. Have you ever been on the ghost tours? I heard about them. So what they do is late at night, they have a guy dress up. Have we talked about this before? Why do I feel like we talked about this? <laughs> at, well, here we go again, because I was just you, there. I, I feel like you talked about this. Maybe we did it. And off. then you talked about how, like, somebody will come around oh, yeah, 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 while yeah, the yeah, guy's yeah. talking, and then he'll shut up, and yep. he wouldn't finish the story. Yeah, like, they got these guys that dress up, like, in period costumes yeah. and hold a little lantern. And you pay your 20 bucks to go on a tour, and they take you around some of the cemeteries and some of the historical landmarks and, like, the castle and the Matanza River or whatever. And they're, like, telling you stories and legends and everything else. And then people who hadn't paid to be in the group walk up, and the guy just gets all, like, quiet. Like, I'm not going to talk now that they're here. And, like, you're sitting there with your sticker showing you paid. And you're like, come on, dude, just keep talking. I got to be somewhere. <laughs> but the best part is, like, they'll take you down these city roads, and they'll bring you up to, like, these old houses. And they're like, and here at this house in 1832, the widow found out that, you know, uh, her husband had died at sea's year before, and she finally couldn't take it and she hung herself from the upper rafter <laughs> and like the thing is there's people who live in these houses now still so <laughs> someone will lean out the window and like hey could you shut the fuck up about the dead woman in the attic i got two kids they're trying to sleep every night you come by screaming about the dead kids and i'm up for another hour telling them there's no ghost guys everything's fine could you shut the hell up and you feel horrible but at the same time you're like <laughs> I like it. He'd probably be doing the uh, story and then someone's car alarm goes off. <laughs> it, it is just like that, man. 
it, like you're all in depth, and then someone's like, boop, boop. <laughs> so, but it, it's cool. It's like you get to see a little bit of history, and then uh, we went over to the uh, the fort there, and you pay to go in, and you can actually see uh, like the insides, and they have like you can go up on top where what is it the uh, what's what's it called on a castle the Bastilles or the the balcony. Sure. <laughs> and uh, they they have all the cannons up there, and they actually do a recreation where they got these older guys who come out. I guess this is their thing. They come out dressed as, like, British soldiers, load a cannon, fire it off over the over the river. So the boys enjoyed that. And then we bought some pirate sh- swords, which I'm pretty sure weren't period correct, and they just ran around the castle fighting each other. <laughs> so. so that was your uh, past weekend. So that was Saturday, man. Yeah, that was a good time. So I got a question for you. Sure. When you started doing comedy, how long did you like? Would you, did you do a lot of hosting gigs? Uh, yeah. Some of my first gigs in front of actual comedy club audience were like free hosting gigs. Okay. Yeah. I Why? just feel like I've been in a rut with comedy. Like I've been hosting, mm-hmm. and then I just I have a solid 10, 15. Yeah. And I know I'm supposed to be like people are like, oh man, you've been doing it how many years? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, I've been doing it for like five, maybe six. And like, you're not featuring yet? And I'm like, no. And I really don't have 30 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. I realize that. Like I was saying, I was like, oh my god, I don't have 30 minutes. Yeah, you should get to work on that. I, but like, like, how did you? Like, I'm like curious. Like, did you just like, did you always try to do new stuff as you're hosting, or do you always just stay in that same old bit, and then you just kind of just build from there? I think I I started out in a different town. Uh, where there wasn't much comedy. So me and a buddy of mine, Casey Peruski, opened up some like open mics and a couple of like what we called showcase rooms. And because it was just Casey and I, we didn't have a lot of local comedians. It, it was like trying to get people to start doing comedy so we wouldn't be the only ones. But we still prepared ourselves every week to be like we might be the only people going up. So in Port St. Lucie, it was like you were getting 20, 30 people out at a little coffee shop it was just me and Casey doing comedy. So yeah. basically you were doing every joke you were, you had to write material. And then there was only one room in town and that was a Groucho's comedy club where he didn't pay his hosts anything, but you were getting to perform in front of a quote unquote comedy audience. So I think you have it a little bit differently here cause you live in a town and you've come up in a town where like you're, you're hosting at the improv, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's kind of <laughs> like you're hosting at the improv. You're getting paid better to host at the improv than what some of the gigs I did paid featuring. Right. You know, and if I could look back now, like I look at my first feature sets and stuff like that. And I think everybody does. They look back and they go, man, I wish I had spent more time before I took that step and started featuring. But yeah, I was I was doing bar shows and everything featuring and headlining. And there's a big difference between being a barroom comedian and doing the improv as a feature headline. Yeah, yeah. You know? it's, I'm just, I don't know. I feel like I got to push that envelope this year. Yeah, you definitely should. I, I think, but I'm just like, I'm just, I don't feel like I'm... Every, I've offered you like at least I know three you feature have. gigs and, I, and, and, and you always turn I, them down. I turn them down because I know my level of, like, I can't hold someone's attention for 30 minutes. Like I, I got a good 15 and then I, I'm done. I'm like, all right, I'm out. You also get to a level where... The only way you learn how to do a feature set is by doing the time, you know. Right. And uh, I've I've had the opportunity to take a couple of local guys on with me. Uh, Kevin White was one of my first features for Bonkers, and now he's headlining. Right. You know. And then uh, Charlie Bowie uh, has been featuring for me for quite some time. And uh, keep going. 
<laughs> What's wrong? It looks like you're ready to dip out on No, me. not dipping. I'm going to go yell at that dog, man. You're going to yell at the dog? I can't wait to get rid of this dog. <laughs> this dog is gone Friday, people. It's going back. Well, go yell at the dog. Oh. We'll listen to you. No. We'll yeah, go ahead. I'm not abusive to the dog. <laughs> I had a yell. I, oh, it was driving me nuts. Sorry. No. Look, professional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that no. dog has lived in this house long enough. It's going to California Friday. We fostered that dog long enough. Mm-hmm. It sucked my time, <laughs> my sleep, my money. I bought food for the dog. We bought shots. Damn dog's getting groomed tomorrow. Whole, whole nine. Mm-hmm. Done. Do you Done. think life's going to be better once the dog's gone? It's going to be a lot quiet. Are you going to miss it? No. At all? Uh, no. Really? I promise you. Not a bit. Not a bit. Hmm. Mm. I believe you. No, I, I can't even <laughs> believe me. I'm done with that dog. So, yeah, man. Um, you know, it's like I told Kevin and Charlie uh, when they came on the road featuring for me. I was like, look, I don't expect you to go out there and do 30 minutes tonight and kill. What I want you to do is go up and do like your best 18. Just don't even worry. Yeah, you're supposed to do 25. You know, some rooms are like, oh, features only do 20. Some rooms they want to do 30. But I'm like, you go out, do your best 18. I don't want you digging up material, hoping to fill time. I don't want you stretching and doing crowd work. And the thing you'll find is they go out and they go, they do their best 18. They have fun. They learn how to do a solid set. And then what happens is six months later, you're like, dude, you did 35 tonight. Dude, you did 38 tonight. Hey, could you rein it in? But you, the only way you're going to learn to do a 30 minute set is by doing a 30 minute set. And you're not going to get that from going out and doing a 10 minute set. And some people are like, even open micers are like, Oh, I know I got, you know, 30 minutes. Cause nice. I do six different five minute sets. Yeah. And the truth is y- you don't, you, you learn there's material that doesn't work together. Like if you're not a one liner comic where you're just throwing a bit, 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 and you're actually a comedian who tells stories and stuff like that, you'll find that some material doesn't naturally work or segue or lead in. And that's why you have different sets and stuff like that. So I would tell you, um, yeah, man, uh, you got to get out there and you got <laughs> you got to do the time. Otherwise, you can be the best host in the world. That's right. That's all I want. No, I, do. I need to really? push the envelope. Yeah. No, I need to get out there. And, you know, next time someone offers you a feature spot. <laughs> that was the other thing. Like, I, I can do I got plenty of time. You know, there's the 45 I like doing. There's the hour I like doing. But I've never been worried about someone I've asked to feature going short. And I'm like, you know what? I, we're still going to cover the time. You're still going to get a 90-minute show. Don't worry about right. it. Right. You know, so. I think I've always worried about going overtime, too. That's, that's, I, so it, you just went from not having enough material but to But no, like, when, like at the improv, I'm always like looking for the light. Like, you yeah. know, I'm like, I'm doing the host, but then I'm like, oh, I didn't mm-hmm. even finish my jokes. Well, I'll how much time do they up. have you doing as a host over there? I think the most I've ever done. Well... I've done 20, mm-hmm. but that was a stretch. Oh, there was that one Jay Moore wasn't there? No, the Tommy Davidson. Oh, okay. When Tommy Davidson didn't show up. You get so many gigs over there, I can't keep Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, just, you know, they don't show up on time, and mm-hmm. they're, like, doing a stretch motion. Like, keep mm-hmm. going. Like, yeah. But I just read the menu, and uh, <laughs> it's always good. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I've... No, I've been talking to you about getting in shape and stuff like this. I got a buddy. <laughs> I got okay. a buddy who has lost twenty pounds in the past two weeks. Got AIDS? What? What? Huh? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, okay. Keep going. Uh, 
Yeah, he's on some uh, diet where uh, the first two weeks they have him eat only potatoes. What? Only potatoes. What a BS diet that he read that BS one. BS diet that he lost 20 pounds. I think it's the diet that Kevin Smith is on ever since his heart attack and everything. Eating only potatoes. He ate only potatoes for two weeks. Wake up, have a baked potato. Uh, during lunch, he had these little raw potatoes you would eat, and then during another potato. I guess after two weeks, you're allowed to eat vegetables. And shit. <laughs> what did he watch the movie Mars? With the Martian movie. <laughs> the Martian it movie. It was kind of like and that, I guess, dude. <laughs> he's like, I'm just gonna eat potatoes. Say what you <laughs> want, man. Twenty pounds. Like if I lost twenty pounds, I'd be losing you. I'd lose like a you. I want to see you do a potato diet, dude. I would be like, I could do a potato diet. I mean, what's that? Like potato chips, French fries. You're shaped like a potato right now. F you. <laughs> I mean, you're halfway there with this diet. Yeah. <laughs> you're on the right track. That's the problem with this world I live in, Kerm. I could offer someone the shirt off my back, and they'd laugh at my stretch marks. <laughs> you gonna do this potato diet though? Are you? I are don't you know, man. Thinking about it? Here's here's the part I like. About I give it. you a diet plan. You don't follow. You didn't. No, you didn't. You just you I forward did. me. You forward me links to like a no, thousand. No, I send you a diet. No, plan. you did not. Oh my god, I'll, I'll send it to you to, again. Oh, tonight. We'll have to do and that. You will still ignore well, it. Well, I gotta learn to cook. <laughs> well, then there's another issue. Yeah, I have so many issues. There. But I don't know. I think I'd be sick of a potato diet on Dude, like day you one. You don't have to eat. There's no. That, that, that sounds so. Dumb. But the thing I really enjoyed about his diet was he's like, yeah, he's like, it's a total health diet. But you don't even bother working out till you get your weight down to your target weight. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> a diet that involves no working out? Tell me more. Do potatoes even provide the nutrients that your body needs? Uh, he said he hasn't felt better in a long time. Cause he's probably just like weak. And he said after like two weeks that he was allowed to eat vegetables. And he's a lot. He is eating a vegetable. He had like about? he had like corn, and he's like it was like candy. I'm like, yeah, I guess after two weeks of just potatoes, anything would taste like amazing. You know? I don't know, but I'll look into that one. I don't okay. know about that one. And he says he's doing it off a book called Eat to Live, which is apparently the book that uh, if you're homeless, what? No, <laughs> Pen is it Pen Gillette from Penn and Teller? Yeah, I guess the same diet he's doing. I'll look into that, man. I don't. Right. I never heard cool. of this one. Cool. Yeah. It's like that whole uh, well, the Atkins diet. Oh, uh, where you get just get rid of all carbs or something. Right, like, I'm just going to eat meat. And then, yeah. I, and then I look at him like, what are you doing? I'm on Atkins diet. And he eats like a pound of bacon. Yeah. And it doesn't work well, like what that. What do you do? You just don't eat like you order sandwiches and don't eat buns and stuff, right? Yeah. Like I'll throw the bun away. Mm-hmm. Um, just wasting food. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of like lettuce wraps and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, eat, the, I eat the same. I mean, it just I just uh, eat smarter. Suck. Yeah, I just eat smarter. That's How many meals do you do a day? I would love to eat like four to five, but, but uh, realistically, it goes three. Yeah. Morning, afternoon. What do you snack. do for like breakfast? Do you have a big breakfast or do you just do a like a quick out the door type thing? I do a quick out the door thing, but mm-hmm. then after my workout, I know a lot of people do protein shakes, mm-hmm. but I eat. Yeah. Like I'll eat and then I'll go out throughout my day and then lunch. Mm-hmm. And then like when we leave tonight, I'm going to eat a late dinner. Yeah. But is there anything to that like eating late? Like you shouldn't do it? You shouldn't do it, but I mean, you like you shouldn't be eating like a hamburger and stuff like that. Like like my dinner tonight is lettuce wraps again. Okay. So I mean, it's just you know, grilled chicken, lettuce wraps with with uh, beans. That's it. That I done. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just keeps my weight down. Mm. I don't I don't feel crappy afterwards. Mm. And uh, you have a lot of success with your personal training stuff. Yeah, I got a, I got a good. I have a lady right now. She lost twenty pounds with me, and she only been doing it for 
a month. Wow, she could just eat potatoes, she save the training <laughs> fees, and be done 20 pounds she, in two weeks. She could have done that too. Uh, you know, Kermit is a great personal trainer, but if you want the quick approach, just hit me up at the obligatory podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. And every day, I'll just send you a message for uh, 25 bucks a day. I'll send you a message that says, eat your potatoes. Is $25 and it tells them to eat a potato? Hey, some of these people have the money. They just don't have the know-how. So I am now officially a personal trainer. That, that potato <laughs> that potato <laughs> diet sounds like someone that's like broke. Yeah. So they, don't, they can't afford $25. Well, if you're paying me $25, you don't need your money for any other food other than potatoes. <laughs> I can't even afford a potato. That's part of the diet plan I'm putting out there, Kerm. If they give me their money, they can't buy fatty foods. I don't know about you. I'm diet. a full service. We ate Gringos last night. It was delicious. <laughs> we, we, so uh, here's something that uh, came up lately. Uh, I don't think I don't think my kids understand this. Uh, back before like the internet and everything else, we would have game nights in my house. Game nights? Game nights. Like, did you ever do game nights with your family? Um, Not with my family. I I've met your dad. He doesn't seem like a board game nah, type guy. Nah, man. He's not a board game type guy. Yeah. Man. Not at all. Hey, I guess pool. <laughs> yeah. <play> pool. <laughs> he has a pool table. I mean, that's That was game. gambling. That's that was... <laughs> pool table and dartboard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, all, all the games in the bars. Yeah. Yeah, that, my dad's not a... That reminds me. My mom used to work... My dad worked days, and my mom worked nights. She was a waitress and a bartender. And I remember one night, I must have been seven or eight, and she had the night off. And she's like, you know what? Your dad and I want to take you guys out to eat. Where do you guys want to go? Can we go to the awesome restaurant? She's like, which one's that? I'm like, the one with the cheese sticks and the chicken fingers and all the video games. And my mom's like, where's that? And she looks at my dad. And my dad's like, oh, that's happy hour at the Hungry Tiger. Because <laughs> she would go to work and he would take us down the street to this bar. And then like up north during happy hour, they put out like little food trays so that you can stick around and drink more. So they would let me and my older brother, kids, into the bar we would raid the mozzarella sticks and chicken fingers and all my dad's buddies would give us quarters to play the video games there just so we could leave my dad alone so he could drink. <laughs> and that was how my mom found out how my dad babysat. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So she ratted him out. I, I, you ratted him I out. accidentally ratted him out. Nice. But I never told her about the Thunderdome nights where he would just like grab a beer, send the armchair, tell me and my older brother, fight. Wait, time out. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When uh, I must have been like uh, eight, and my older brother was probably nine, nine and a half. Okay. And my dad would—we like, didn't have cable at the time, so my dad, my mom would go off to work. My dad would come, open a beer. My little brother was a baby; he'd be sleeping, and we'd be in the living room. And my dad be like, "You guys just go ahead and wrestle." <laughs> and and like, you guys would just go at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was it for so my dad's entertainment. Surprised you guys didn't even try to kill each other. When you we got did. Older. Oh, okay. We did, we did. But it really prepared me for real life because I've said it before. Like I've lost most of the fights in my life, but I've never been hit harder than by my own brother. So like whenever I got in a fight in high school, I remember the first fight I got into. I was like scared and everything else, and then the kid landed a punch. I'm like, oh, that's it. Because <laughs> you 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 being, you you uh, what you got you trained your body. Yeah. Yeah, you're good to go. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you're like a professional fighter, man. So. Yeah, um, we, we did have game night in the Hurley household, and uh, there were some games I was really good at. I was, like, good at Connect Four. Did you ever play Connect Four? 
That's what the dropping dropping the checkers in. Yeah, like, yeah. I used to kick my brother's ass all the time, and then we found and then out he beat your ass. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> then we found out he was colorblind, and I was like, "Does this make Is my connect?" Four- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Does this make my connect four victories null and void?" I'm still counting these as wins. This whole time he's like, man, these great, <laughs> these great, these great little checkers just keep. I don't get the game. Why am I losing? I don't get. And then um, another game I like to play was Hungry Hungry Hippos. Hungry Hungry Hippos was fun. It was cool, and I actually got that game for my kids. And um, the thing with Hungry Hungry Hippos is rule number one: don't play on a carpet because if you play on a carpet, you can kind of press the board down towards your side where the marbles roll towards your hippo. You know, so you play on a hardwood surface. Like, I learned that early on. My kids have not learned that yet. They just think daddy's really good at hungry, hungry hippos. I, I got a weird story about hungry, hungry hippos. Just used Did you try to feed marbles to hippos at a zoo? No. You seem like you'd be like, worse. this is what they eat. You hit, you hit me in a flashback. What what we got? Oh, that's why I love about talking to you because you have all those concussions and memory losses. Yeah, like you hit and a, every now and then we bring up a memory. I can't remember. I don't think it was my cousin. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was just like a kid that. Oh, hang out mm-hmm. at the house, and they'd be like, "Oh, that's your cousin." I'm like, "That's not my cousin, though." Right. I remember he did, and he stuck his penis inside the hungry, <laughs> hungry hippo game, and I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "This is hilarious," and I just walked out. And I told my parents, and I, remember, I think I, and then I think that was the last time we hung out. It was weird, man. <laughs> Don't look at that. Look, I didn't do it. He did it. So you were just playing hungry, hungry. No, hippos. I wasn't playing. He was in his room, like he. Was, and it was just there on a shelf. Like yeah, he was over, and we we're in the living room. And I guess my mom, I'm trying to, I think this is in California because we're in a military base. Mm-hmm. He was playing and he thought it'd be funny to put his penis inside the hungry hippo's mouth. And he did it. Like he, like he held it up and I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, hey. and then I got told my mom and then we called his mom and he got kicked out. And, the uncle and at no point, did, like there had to be a whole process. He wasn't just walking around with his I, penis I was, out. No, he wasn't. Like I left. I, I went and did something in the kitchen. Like I went to my mom uh-huh. and then I came and back. And when he came back, his pants were down and his penis was in the hungry, well, hungry he, he had it. He took it out of his zipper. Oh, okay. So I don't even know if his wiener was in it or not, but he was like, like he put it towards his don't give me the look. I didn't. T- I didn't put it in the green hippo's mouth. I just <laughs> I can't even imagine the thought process going on on both sides. Like this is gonna be so funny when Kermit walks back. Because white people are weird, man. Wait a minute. That's why I don't hang out with a lot of white people. How was this a white person? Went from it was your cousin to. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't my cousin. It's like one of those things where he's like, oh, he's your cousin. Like he's not. He's white. But you I didn't. Sat- I didn't see color back then. <laughs> I'm not colorblind like your brother. Yeah. You want to play Connect know, Four? I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> Connect Four, 20 bucks a game, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, oh, well. I don't know. You hit, you hit a memory, and I was like, oh, yeah. That was, well, I'm glad that was we weird. could bring that up for you. That's what this show is about. Just trying to, uh, for those of you who don't listen to the show, which is most of you, um, Kermit uh, has dealt with memory issues most yep. of his life. Uh, he had a lot of concussions when he was younger. <laughs> so uh, every a now and then on the show, you're going to hear these breakthroughs, whether they're interesting to you or not. I'm just happy he got a little nut of the memory uh, back. Memory got hit. You know yeah, what it is? Nice. This is like uh, this is like that Disney movie, uh, Inside Out, that Pixar movie, where it's all the emotions oh, yeah, yeah. and they keep losing memories and deleting memories. And I feel like we got some of yours back today. I wonder if I just made that up. Or yeah, like what? Like that was bothering me. Like, how did I know this? Well, I really don't think uh, if the government's implanting memories, <laughs> that would be one they would put in there. You know, unless it was some after dark lab tech who was like, "I'm gonna so fuck with this guy." 
<laughs> like we're trying to train them to be like in the Manchurian candidate and tack when we want them to. I did take one of those tests where they check your brain waves. Do you? I remember that. Maybe and I couldn't is. sleep for a whole night. Maybe. And I was is. mad at my parents. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, you couldn't I hear sleep. The black you couldn't coming. sleep the whole night and then I had to go wake up or I couldn't sleep. I had to go early in the morning and they hooked me up and they put a bunch of things on my head and then mm-hmm. I fell asleep. Wow. But I don't know what happened after that. Do you think maybe it was a mutant testing ability? If it is, I haven't had one power, and my powers suck right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing going on. If it's getting to free, if it's if it's getting to conventions for free, then yes, my superpower is pretty good. <laughs> That's it. Well, we'll keep an eye on you about that. Great. Uh, my parents' favorite family night game was a game called Trivia Pursuit. Don't know that one. Yeah. Nope. I think it was, is it trivia or trivial? Trivia. It seems like it would be trivia, but it's about stuff that doesn't matter. So maybe it'd be trivial. Well, trivial. 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 Trivia. I guess that should be a trivia question. Is it trivia pursuit or trivial? So what, you're doing game nights recently now? Oh, it's trivial pursuit. Trivial. Not trivia, which makes it sound like. But here's the thing. My parents, uh, they bought the set in 1981. Like the edition that came out with 1981. Okay. And they never bought a new edition. So uh, basically, every time we played. Oh, it's like old trivia. Yeah. <laughs> like you got to do it on two different levels. You got to be like, okay. They're like, okay, who holds the league record for most home runs? You're like, well, let's see. It's 1999, but this was written in 1981. You got to figure it all out. It's ridiculous. And that game will uh, end family relationships, what, quite simply. What tri- the trivia? Oh, yeah, Trivia Pursuit, because especially, like, you play for these little pieces. Yeah, if it's, like, the game-winning piece. Do you get angry at board games? Oh, I get angry. I get very— You're one of those guys? I get very competitive. Oh, that's annoying. Like, I, like some people will be like, oh, that's close enough. <laughs> you know, like— Yeah, that's me. Uh, really? Like, uh, they'll have a question like, uh, you know, which, which movie features Frodo throwing the ring in the blah, blah, blah? Mission Impossible. That's close enough. See? See, close I play enough. with... No, but someone will say, oh, Lord of the Rings. I'm like, no, it's not. It's Lord of the Rings. There's like... Fucking, you got to name which one of the three it oh, was. Oh, you're that guy. Oh, I'm the guy who wants the exact answer. Yeah, that's me. Ugh. That guy. So we're having fun, but we're not like really getting the answers. You're who, getting- ha- who plays for fun? <laughs> what are you in? Nancy? What's wrong with you? You freaking play for fun. If your dad could hear you right now. Oh, did you have fun? Who gives a shit about fun? It's about bragging rights. It's about winning. It's about taking home the victory. Oh, oh! as long as you did your best. You know who says that? Losers. I'm never inviting you to a game night. Here oh, come on. Be fun. No, F that. <laughs> come on. Break my I'll bring TV. the pretzels. Yeah, no. Oh, man, I can just imagine you. Because you, you, I've seen you angry. You just mouth off. You start making fun of people. Well, you don't make fun of them. You demean mm. them. See, that's why I understand. Like, I sit back, I say nothing. And then when someone rolls around and starts saying something, I'll be like, oh, okay, we're going to do this. And I'll jump in. They're like, oh, you went too far. I'm like, no, you started the battle. I thought we were going to see the evil Hurley come out last night, but you held back. And I got mad at you for it. I was like, unleash, (laughs) unleash. And you held back. The comedian tried to make a uh, a joke towards Hurley about his height or his weight. I don't know. And then you hit him with a one-two, and he backed off quick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how, how do you how do you make fun of somebody and then you go after them and then they apologize right after i was like what don't apologize go back in see what happens and I don't and know. then you held back and i was like you suck why because i wanted you just to go just in. to go over the i'm really working on learning when enough is enough no 
Yeah. You don't you don't do that with me. Like avoid rather than check, check rather than hurt, hurt rather than maim, you maim shit rather on me than while kill. I'm on stage. Well, it makes you a better comic. <laughs> See, and I take it. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh. And then you gotta like dig yourself out the hole. Like, hey, hey, people, he can he can take it. Like <laughs> when was that? He said that. At, uh, man, what was it? one of those stupid? Uh, those, <laughs> we those... we were at other bar one night. No, it was at improv. You did it to me. What? Yeah, it was one of those shows where you put together and we and you were like running it from the back. Uh huh. And you did something, and it was like, oh, and he's like, ah, don't worry, people. He can he can get out of. It. You said something. Oh, okay. Yeah, you do it all the time. Everyone else, good job, Kermit. Way to go. First row sleeping. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, they're not. No, they're not. And I just get off stage like that. That's my outro. Mm. It just sucks. But it's funny. I, I can I can take it. Can you? Because yeah. you, you sound like you're whining a bit right now. I see. This is what I don't want. <laughs> I don't say this. I'm saying it now, you but said, I will never say it on stage. You know what the studio needs? A box of tissues. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody say, call Kermit a wimpy. Most people get on Facebook and be like, man, F Mike Early. Really? Oh, now I got to Google F Mike Early. <laughs> see how many people are saying F Mike Early. I feel like I've done my work. No, I, I think I'm one of those people that, um, you know, if I'm not messing with you off stage or saying something, then I, I don't enjoy you. Oh, like the only right. people I really insult are, you know, the people I get along with. How did I even get to the insult level? That's, that's, that's a good question there. I don't know. I think you just. Like, you don't <laughs> just insult somebody right off the bat. No, I, I remember like we didn't become like fast friends. Like we were both on the scene and just no, kind of peripheral. I was quiet. Yeah, and I remember, I think the first time you really stuck out to me was uh, one day I was at other bar. I was hanging out with Charlie Bowie, and uh, you came up. You're like, hey, you guys going to grab Gringos later? I'm like, yeah, of course we're going <laughs> to grab Gringos. And then, like, 30 minutes later, Charlie and I were like, oh, let's go grab some Gringos. And we come back, and you're, like, still at other bar. And you're like, hey, we're going to go get Gringos? And we're like, we just went. You're like, oh, really? And you had, like, this sad, heartbroken look. Oh, okay, I'm this like, story's horrible. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I feel I didn't know he was waiting around for us to get. And then from then on, I was like, OK, well, I better ask this strange little kid if he wants to get green. I got pity. Yeah, you got pity. You got pity. That's a horrible story how we ended up like hanging out. Well, don't worry. And like, two wait, weeks, so how did I get to the level? You like just shitting on me. in two weeks. You won't remember any of this. I'm sure that. Well, I'm not going to get hit in the head anytime soon. You don't think so? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> that should keep it away. <laughs> Wait, so, so how did we get to the level of like hating each other? Not hating each other, but like you shitting on me. I don't know. I think you made enough flyers. I think you made enough flyers. Is that what it is? No, it has to be something. Was it the Ricky Rose? Mm. You did great at that Ricky Rose. Was it the Ricky Rose? Yeah, you were like, all right, this guy. Yeah, you did he's, really good. He's a jerk. You're really good when you're the only comedian on the roast. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm gonna leave that one alone. Because <laughs> <laughs> there were, but I'm not gonna say anything. Mm. Well, it's because you take the steps, you prepare, you do material, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you knocked it out for that Ricky Rose. Okay, but all right. Yeah, so I, job, I think man. that's that's when you were like, all right, and then I got mm-hmm. the mean texts and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all good though. So um, yeah, on the uh, housing front, you're uh, still searching. Well, I I kind of uh, you know, a lot of realtors tell you that you need to be looking the month of if you're renting, like I am. I'm not buying a house. I don't own anything, but they say anything you find more than a month out. Uh, might not be there when it's time to rent. 
you know? Okay. So, but uh, I've also kind of wanted to stay in my own neighborhood. But my neighborhood, like, we're the tracks. If you go one way, it's all, it gets into a little bit of a bad neighborhood. But if you go a block the other way, it's million-dollar houses. <laughs> gotcha. So some people live on the other side of the tracks. We are the tracks. We're the buffer that keep the rich from the poor, you right. know? Middle class, that's exactly where we You're live. literally middle class. Literally. And, but I like my neighborhood. centrally located. Like, I can be at the Improv in 15 minutes. I can be downtown in 15 minutes. The airport... Uh, when I fly out for gigs and stuff, there's a bus that comes a block away from my house. I just hop that. I'm at the airport. Right. And uh, more importantly, the kid's school is right there. And uh, my oldest isn't a kid who's good with change, really. Like he gets. Well, a nobody is. But yeah, I, I think he takes it even more so to like a different level. And what I really like is like there's a whole nice little sidewalks and paths like i like the neighborhood we live in for the most part like you can go down walk over this bridge that goes over water the boats come by it's a nice little area so and um yet as finding a new place because you're getting kicked out right yeah yeah after yeah, how 10 many days years, right now after 10 years i think uh well we gotta be out may 31st at noon <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm booked that weekend so i don't want to give up that gig either so i'm trying to find some place where i can move in the week of you know and while I was driving around, I uh, saw a little for rent sign, which, you know, I'm on all the sites like Zillow, Trulia, Hoppads, Renter.com, Homes.com. And this place wasn't listed on any of those. I just saw a little rental sign. And I went and drove by the house. And it's a it's a cute little house. Right now we live in a townhome. Uh, this cute little house with a pool. And uh, I called the number, and the woman lives out in Cocoa Beach. And she said, well, there's people in the house right now, but they're having a garage sale because they're moving out. I'll tell them you want to stop by to look at the house. We went there Saturday, and I'll tell you, it's a cool little house. It was built in, like, the late 70s. So it's got, like, that whole kind of 70s layout. It's, like, not a normal house. You, you go in, you go to the right, and, like, it's a little drop-down living room area. And then, uh, of course, it has a pool. It's got two huge size bedrooms which is great because you know the boys share one it's got a little den area that will make great office it's got a small kitchen you got your kids sharing a room yeah i mean yeah. you gotta give them a separate room or they yeah. end up hating each other well that's how it worked for me and my older brother but luckily right now they're uh at the ages where they're best friends for now for now you eventually you gotta give them their own room right yeah eventually but i'm trying to find a place in a month and a half you that's know? true so and uh, I'm the only income in the house, so also Ugh. rent's a factor there. And uh, this place is a little more in rent than I'm paying now, but it also has a pool, which is nice. You know, the kids. Is that are, where you're gonna be sleeping at? I'll probably be sleeping. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's floating. That's how me. I walk around the living room, going, "Hmm, yes, I think this looks comfortable to sleep in." But what's really cool is I walked in the kitchen and they had this big brass plate on the wall. Okay. And uh, I'm like. What's that? And she's like, oh, well, it used to be an intercom system, but the intercom doesn't work anymore, but it's an actual still a radio. It's got the knobs with the needle that goes up and down How the dial. How old is this house? It's like built in the late 70s, but you can play from the kitchen. You can play music in every room in the house. I'm like, this is like medieval Alexa. That's what this is. And uh, intercoms all over the place. Yeah. 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 That's old so, school. It's got a nice size garage and everything else, and uh, yeah, I, I kind of so dig it. So, are you in or not? Well, uh, we you did. Gotta get, you gotta you gotta milk the whole family, man. We did the walk around, and uh, then I called the landlord, and uh, she had me fill out application. I filled out the whole application, and everything like that, and then she called me back today because she was having problems getting in touch. They asked you for your two most recent landlords, and I've been at my place for like ten years. 
And then the, the landlord before that, I haven't spoke to in over a decade, so I only had an email address, and I've emailed her and haven't got a phone number back yet. But also, the place I live at now, uh, this the potential new landlord is like, I've tried calling them like five times, and nobody's gone back to me. I'm like, welcome to my past 10 years, because it's a property management company. So it's not like they own three houses. It's like they manage hundreds of places, and it's write an email or leave a message, and it takes forever to get stuff done. Like, remember during the hurricane, I had the tree fall on my car? Oh, yeah. And it took a week to the get the tree off? Curse. Yeah, the Hurley <laughs> curse. So on the downside, she was like, because I really want to get you guys approved, but I need to get a human being on the line. But on the upside, she was like, is this what you've been dealing with for 10 years? I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, I got to tell you, I'm not that type of landlord. I have like a few properties and I'm very. So I feel like she wants us in Man, the house. You better stay with this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I call. How soon are you going to find out? Hopefully, you know I'm, we're in April, like and, end and, of April. Yeah, and any day, man. I I want to get at least a yes or no, so I know if I'm moving. Because I'm not renting you shit in my house. Yeah, that's okay. But you are gonna help me move in, right? <laughs> you gonna help me move some boxes? Uh, you gonna help me? Come on, it's better than running three miles. Come on, I'll buy you a lettuce wrap. I'm, I'm Hispanic, but not that Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping, but yeah, man. Once I get all set up, hell, maybe who knows? Maybe we'll do the podcast from my place every now and then. No, we won't. on location. <laughs> Yeah, because then we'd have to cart all this Because <laughs> we, we got to move all this crap. How are we coming on? Uh, have you talked to the uh, improv anymore about uh, doing some stuff live from there? No, man. I, it's uh, Let's just say I need, to get, I need to get moving on that. And you also have a position over there now. What You're in charge of doing what? The YouTube page. You're in char- How's that coming along? Let's get, I got to get things going. <laughs> let's, just say, <laughs> let's just say things haven't been going out of your list of a hundred things a week, I've to been do, focusing on this, not that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Until yeah. then, I'll, I'll I'll let you guys know when the YouTube page for Orlando Improv is up. Yeah. Speaking of which, who is at the Improv this weekend? Margaret Cho. Oh, but this past week? No, that was last week, right? This week? Yeah. I don't know. Who's that? Oh, we can find that out real quick. Do 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 do, and you have absolutely nothing except that kid's part of your DJ in this week, right? I'm kind of happy, man, not doing comedy uh, this month. I've been having been real. So busy. are the audiences. <laughs> hey, it's uh, yeah, tomorrow it's the <laughs> last of the bitch. firefighters uh, with Big Tim Murphy, and I'm gonna be there hosting the open mic. Uh, the 19th is the Pink Collar Comedy Show with Jeff Jones. Oh, okay. That's Thursday, uh, and then the 20th through 22nd. Looks like we got Bill Bellamy. Bill Bellamy in town. Oh, okay. Yep. What was, so. what was he on Booty Call? No, he's on Booty Call. Players Club? Wasn't the movie Booty Call? No, he wasn't Booty Call. Booty Call was Tommy Davidson and uh, Jamie Foxx. Are you sure? Yep. Are you positive? Yep. Uh, oh, here's the one I was thinking about. Def Jam's How to Be a Player. De- yes, he played yep. something. How to be a player. He was in The Bounce Back Brothers. He was in Any Given Sunday. I love that movie. Yeah. And what was he in Any Given Sunday? He was, was he a player? player? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, uh, I mean, he was famous for MTV. Uh huh. You mean Kindergarten Cop 2 isn't what put him over? I didn't even know there was two. Yeah, me neither. I'm going to be checking that out. Oh, Love Stinks. Oh, I love that movie. That was great. Yeah, so he's been in a ton of stuff. Bill Bellamy will be there. Are you hosting that weekend? I think so. <laughs> 
just piss everybody off. I know. Who'd I don't want to do comedy. Who'd you do hey, that Kermit, to you last host? week? Uh, Jersey. Jersey. He was all mad. He hung up the phone on me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, man, you've been in improv more than I have this whole year. I was like, yeah, it's just, I don't want to do it, though. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, you get more. I was like, what are you doing this week? I was in an improv. Click. Hello? <laughs> you know, I was surprised that last night when I swung by to say hi to you at the other bar after catching. Uh, oh, yeah, we didn't talk about Jeff Jones' show. It's a great show. Go catch it. I mean, Animatronicons. <laughs> there it is. They got one show left. It's the 21st at the Parliament House. Jeff Jones, local comedian, funny as hell, wrote the show. If you're a fan of Disney, go see the show. Basically, it's what happens at night when the animatronics, everybody leaves the park, what they do. And it's got uh, Abraham Lincoln in there. It's got the bear from the old Norway exhibit in there. It's got uh, the Carousel of Progress dude in there. And it's also got Jeff Jones as uh, the, who was it, Dream Finder, Dream Master? The Figment. Figment. Wizard, right? Yeah, Dream Keeper, right? I don't know his name. Figment's friend. Let's Google Dream Master. I mean, you got molested by Abraham Lincoln. Uh, yeah, the picture's up on my page. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Yeah. So, um, dude, it has so many jokes. It's it's hysterical. Uh, you don't have to be a huge Disney fan to enjoy it. But if you ever worked for the parks or if you are over the top, you're going to catch a lot of the jokes. And it was Dreamfinder, a jolly wizard-like scientist. Yeah, Figment probably sucked. Frig- what? Figment. Figment? Oh, figment? what they got in there now? Oh, I don't know. I mean, back then, I remember it was horrible. Did you go to Disney a lot when you were a kid? No, but the time I went, I remember that was the worst one. Yeah. Did you ever see the Captain EO in 3D? Oh, man. Michael Jackson. <laughs> that was. That, that, you know, that's a treat to watch, though. Are you watch it now. You're like, whoa. Back then, that was cutting edge that was technology. Cutting edge technology. <laughs> that was like. That was that was like Star Wars. <laughs> How weird is it that Michael Jackson, you know, towards the end was probably the weirdest alien in that whole thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, man, that was, I wouldn't mind watching it right now, but yeah. man, it was, oof. yeah, it was rough. Yep. So, what's your favorite thing at Disney? Do you make it over there a lot? No, no. I'm a Universal Studios guy. Yeah. What's your favorite thing? At Universal? Universal. Yeah. Uh, you do the horror nights. The horror nights. Horror nights. Oh, I mean, horror nights. No, I don't do that stuff. I don't like lines. Yeah, me neither. Honestly, I end up. We end up going to the park. We walk the whole park. We don't get on one ride, and we leave. It's more of just a looking around. <laughs> I know, like, why do I have these passes? Mm. I don't even get on the ride. I see a line more than ten minutes. I leave. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just like. It's like. Let's be honest. You're not tall enough to get on anything. Actually, I yeah. Son of a bitch. I I, I passed the. Yeah. Threshold. Of you that. stand on your tippy toes. I stand. I got platform shoes. You know what I like doing when I go to theme park? I don't like going with my family. Uh, Nobody does. Because no, you don't have to worry like, about anybody. I remember my dad taking us, and I don't. I remember him never smiling. I'm like, we're at the happiest place on earth. Why isn't dad happy? Because uh, even back then, it was like $70 tickets, you know, shit like that per family. Plus, you're paying for the hotel and stuff. But when you go as an adult with the family, with kids, it's more about surviving. It's more about getting people to point A to point B. You're not enjoying. I like going with like one friend, and then we go to a ride, and they're like, well, the line's an hour unless you guys want to go single rider. Well, what's single rider? Oh, well, we can't guarantee you'll sit together. But we'll be on in like 15 done and you yeah. always end up sitting next to each other yeah right? there's always like an empty two or you're in the cart right behind them which yeah. is great i feel the same way about movies i can't believe people who are like oh i didn't see that because i couldn't find anyone to go with me why why go do you need myself. someone i go by myself i don't like sitting next to people i don't like 
you know, I hate people who talk like, what do you think's going to, dude, I'm watching the same fucking movie the first time. Same as you. Shut up. That's what I'm attention. doing this Saturday and Sunday, man. Can Looking I come? forward to it. You want to go? Can I come? I'm going to watch yeah. Player One. I'm going to watch <gasps> Quiet Place. Player One was good. I'm going to watch uh, Pacific Rim 2. Mm-hmm. And there's one more I'm going to watch. You spend the whole day just moving? Mm-hmm. Are you, now, I know you sneak into cons. Are you the guy who's going to pay ticket one ticket? Then, yep. Have you ever Tim. been caught? I always no, feel like you're going to get caught. No, it's AMC at the West Oaks Mall. It's a $4 ticket. They don't care. Okay, because a lot of movie theaters now have like the assigned seat thing. Oh, they do? Yeah. No, I'm not AMC. No. <laughs> not yeah. the West Oaks Mall. Like a lot of times now you go to the movie theater and you just walk up to get a ticket. They're like, they pull up the screen. They go, where do you want to sit? And you'll see Damn, all I mean, the center that, stuff. That already, happened to me. Which I kind of like, but I kind of don't like. It's like, I like the fact that you don't have to worry. Like, you can walk in literally when the movie's starring, there's your seat. But what I hate is those charts. The theaters are all so different that when you look on the chart, you're like, oh, this is right in the middle. And then you get to the theater, walk in the actual theater, and you're one of those seats that's up front or you're way in the back. Oh, but I do like those theaters now that have like the full on reclining seats and stuff. Because yeah. even if someone's right in front of you, right to your left, you're still like comfortable, you know? I guess I don't have that luxury at the West Oaks Mall. No. <laughs> you take your life in your own hands when you go see a movie at the West Nothing Oaks Mall. Nothing like sticky seats to keep you comfortable. But on the bright side, you're the only one there. So it is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I think the last movie I saw at the West Oaks Mall was uh, uh, Sleepy Hollow. Wow. That was a long time ago. We're, we're talking. Nine, wow, when was that? Know. 99, 2000? 2001, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, well, I think we went way past. Way right over there. time. What are we at? Uh, We're over an hour, and Sanchez is going to be so pissed off. Edit- I mean, he's going to be so happy editing this. <laughs> 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 oh, jeez, I unplugged my headphones. <laughs> yeah, while we're at it, check out the Art of Sanchez on Instagram, right? Yeah, uh, Sketch Art of Sanchez. Sketch Art of Sanchez. Dude, he put up some awesome Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff today. Oh, yeah. That guy's just ridiculous. Yep. And you he's, know, uh, I think him and Adam Avitable are probably my, my two favorite. You know Adam Avitable? Or, I'm sorry, not Adam Avitable. Adam Milichevich. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I only know two Adams. Yeah. I think Adam. I'm looking at you like. Yeah, you looked at me confused. I'm like, dude, you don't know Adam? Oh, no, wrong Adam. So, yeah, Adam Milichevich. Have you seen his artwork? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Him him, and. I've seen. I, I heard of the other Adam's artwork, too. <laughs> <laughs> him and uh, him and Sanchez. Probably just my dude. When I'm bored, I just pull up their sites and look at their art. It's just amazing. Oh uh, man, yeah, Sanchez is a beast. I didn't look at Adam's stuff, but Sanchez yeah. is a beast. Yeah, and uh, Adam, what was cool is he went start out local comic, right? <laughs> but then he's also designed the uh, cues. He he works in theme parks designing for face off like, or whatever. Well, he he started out like at Universal. He designed the cues for Transformers here oh, okay. at Universal Studios. They went to Universal Japan, designed whole like zombie houses and everything. And then he decided he wanted to be on Facebook. So like in one year, he learned how to do makeup so he could be on Face Off, went right. on Face Off, did great. Uh, and yeah, his artwork is just amazing, dude. It's so great. I'm, I'm jealous. Well, uh, Sanchez can look him up while he's editing this hour long podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we went over. Well, I'm sorry, Sanchez. It takes me an hour to get anything worth having with this kid. So <laughs> sorry. All he wants to do is talk about memories he doesn't have yeah and poop which we didn't cover today 
All right. Well, I get what you're saying, man. We got to get out of here, and that's fine. Like I said, tomorrow night, I'll be at the Orlando Improv hosting the open mic. Thursday night, we're doing the uh, Abbey Theater Parkland benefit. I just realized you're promoting something that is not going to be up to. Oh, yeah, it's going to be up. It'll be up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're shooting for now (laughs) to get more current. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's it. And then, you know, if you really want to, swing by uh, Monkey Joe's and catch Kermit DJing for a bunch of eight-year-olds Saturday night. So until next time, uh, did you have anything else? Nope. All right. (laughs) Not at all. That's it. Till next time. Till next time. See you guys later.